So good morning, everyone. My name is Lloyd, and I want to share a conversation with you this morning that follows on from Pastor George's message yesterday, when he spoke about these critical confrontations that sometimes happen in our spiritual journeys that almost challenge this tension between worldly wisdom and spiritual wisdom. And it's about us submitting to the way the Spirit says that we should live in those moments. And there's actually lots of, of these confrontations that happen, you know, not, not with other people. We're not speaking about, you know, um, just having confrontations with people for unnecessary reasons as some kind of a gift that you have. It's not about that. But rather the collisions that happen between the heavenly and the earthly, between the flesh and the spirit, between law and grace, between our will and God's will, and even our plans for our lives and God's plans for our lives. There's lots of these um, that play out in, in a variety of different areas in our life. And on, on, the, on the topic, just interestingly, on the conversation, um, sorry, on the, on the confrontation between the spirit and the flesh, you know, one of the best examples of that must surely be in Romans chapter 7, where the apostle Paul writes and he, he, he kind of gives this detailed exposition on this tension that exists between our fleshly will and the will of the spirit. And, you know, where he says in verse 19, for I do not do the, the good that I want to do, but I practice the evil that I do not want to do. You know, right there, he's saying there's this thing in him, which according to Romans is, is called sin, that hinders this, this willingness to do the right thing. And then there's also the same thing that prevents him from, well, that, that propels him to do the wrong thing. It's this weird sort of tension that plays out. It's this confrontation between two opposing forces almost. And he has a choice to make, right, in those, in those moments. And in fact, it's, it's, it's also Paul who addresses the same question um, about, you know, who's leading are we following um, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17, where he says very, very plainly, for the flesh desires what is against the spirit or contrary to what, is, to what the spirit desires. And the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These two are opposed to each other. There it is right there. So that you do not do what you want. <laughs> it's an amazing equation to think that, you know, we have this, we have this confrontation and it's there for a divine purpose. God's intention is to, is to get us used to, to, to train us up in, in allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us more and more in increasing measure. But there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's another specific confrontation that I want, to, I want to touch on this morning that I find playing out in our lives. Um, and it seems kind of quite obvious at first, but I really believe that if it's not dealt with, if it's not addressed head on, this particular confrontation can cause a subtle pattern of thought to start developing in our minds that can become really, really dangerous to our faith. And it can actually derail our faith by distracting us if we don't lean into this particular confrontation and apply spiritual wisdom to change it. And this tension or this confrontation can be difficult in a way to, to come to terms with sometimes. And it's not a really, um, I suppose, particular uh, um, popular topic, but Upon careful inspection, when we actually dig into the truth of this, it actually becomes one of the most freeing realities of our Christian walk. And that is our willingness to accept God's authority, God's authority as the ultimate authority over our lives and, and, and submitting to that as opposed to fighting to have our own views, our own opinion as the ultimate authority and the deciding factor in our lives. In other words, when, when we allow his plans to settle over us as final, and ours to come under submission to those plans. Now, I know that this particular topic is a really big one and it kind of leaves room for lots of conversation afterwards, but it touches on, because it touches on so many areas of our faith, but perhaps this morning, just for the sake of the time that we have, let's just focus specifically on the area of God's will for our lives. 
and how this confrontation plays out between our desires, our authority, our view, our kind of dreams for our lives versus what God has in mind. And it seems quite simple, but it's really, really important to understand that if we don't address this, those, those, those subtle patterns of thought, it can very quickly become something much greater. Because for us as Christians, you know, it's not always easy, if we're honest, to fully let God have his way in our lives. We like to resist in, in, in certain areas, don't we? Oh, you know, God, I really want this. I really am believing for this. And he sometimes says, wait, or not this thing, but this thing. And in those moments, in those confrontation moments, sometimes it's easy for us to lose heart, you know, because it, you know, we almost want to challenge and kind of question God when things play out the way that we don't. I know I've done this plenty of times with a lot of different things. And I've actually often wondered, you know, in those moments, what joy we perhaps have robbed ourselves of by spending all that time almost complaining or, or, or wanting to oppose God's view on something when things don't go according to, to our plans, to, to how we had things in mind. You know, I've, I've wondered how much joy we've robbed ourselves because we've spent that time complaining when really we could have spent that, ta- that, that same time just surrendering and thanking God that we've had his will revealed in our lives. And, you know, this is, this is not something um, that I want to, you know, um, diminish when it comes to tragedies that we experience. I'm not really talking about that at all. And I fully am aware that, that we all experience r- real hardships every day. It's not, I'm not really tackling that conversation. I'm more sp- speaking about who gets to decide, who gets to make the ultimate decision with where we go, with what we experience um, in our lives. And are we willing um, in every moment to submit to God's leading in those, in those confrontations? And we, we often sing about trusting and surrendering God as, and, and surrendering to God. But then, you know, when it comes to, to him giving us an instruction, we're sometimes like, okay, Lord, you know, I know you said this, but I kind of really want that thing. And then it becomes this, okay, God, I'll, you know, I've got this. Let me, let me, let me work this out. Um, and is there anyone willing to admit this morning that when you try to take things into your own hands, it didn't really work out as well as you had planned anyway. And it would have been easier to just yield to the Lord's, to the Lord's, um, plan plan for your life and it's really is this kind of pattern of thought that i wanted to really tackle this morning where it says you know you do what's best for you lloyd um you make the final decision do what would make you happy go with your feelings mm, yeah maybe not sometimes those the, those little those, those little um thoughts can become very very unhelpful because we think that we have the ultimate say and it's based on what i feel all the time when really feelings are not the most concrete way of of living our lives. It's not the most concrete uh, foundation, right, to base our lifelong decisions on. And I think we've all kind of experienced this um, from time to time when we feel like we want to be in control of, of the outcomes, you know, and kind of do everything we can to keep it that way. But really, it's absolute trust and surrender in God's authority alone that will bring about the fulfillment that we actually desire. And um, I feel like I just wanted to tackle this, this particular tension very, kind of very head on this morning because there's a lot of it out there right now. You know, there's a lot of um, things on social media that almost diminish God's authority and elevate man's authority in some way, especially when it comes to decision making and living in the will of God. And so a real power punch, punch kind of scripture to leave you with this morning before I wrap up for us in a word of prayer. Have a look at Romans chapter 9 verses 17 to 22. This particular passage really tackles this this confrontation head on. And perhaps for us this morning, if we're brave enough to kind of dive into this one, perhaps, um, you know, to, to, to bring us into new levels of freedom as we trust in God 
for his authority as greater over our own. So if we're ready this morning, Romans chapter 9, verses 17 to 22, I'm going to read for it quickly for us, just to kind of really give us this, this um, clear sort of picture. Um, and then we can, we can close in a word of prayer after this. It says this, For the scripture um, tells Pharaoh, I raised you up for this reason, so that I may display my power in you, and that my name, this is God, may be proclaimed in the whole earth. So the Apostle Paul obviously writing to the church in Rome and he's using this Pharaoh um, example. So then God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy and he hardens whom he wants to harden. You will say to me, therefore, why then does he still find fault for who can resist his will? And this is the uh, this is the confrontation in verse 20. On the contrary, who are you? <laughs> A mere human being to talk back to God. Ish. When I read that, I immediately sighed and I said, sorry, Lord. <laughs> Will what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Or has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one piece of pottery for honor and another for dishonor? Man, that verse is so, so direct. It's so powerful. And it really just kind of redirects our course again, doesn't it? To trusting in our almighty God, our father, that his plans, his authority, his will, his decisions are way better than ours. And when it comes to our leading or when it comes to leading our lives, leading the world around us, you know what the truth is? I would rather have God lead it than anyone else, <laughs> even myself. And so perhaps this morning, this verse was just a little bit of a reminder just to, just to allow, just to submit to him and just to allow God to lead us, even in the small things every day, because he knows the plans that he has for us, right? Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. And second Timothy chapter two, verse 19, I'll end with this verse. It says, nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm. God's solid foundation stands firm, bearing this inscription, the Lord knows those who are his. He knows us. He knows what's best for us. And I would rather place my trust, my my life in his hands as opposed to anyone else's because I know that he knows what's best for me. So I hope that encouraged you this morning and I'm just going to take a moment to wrap up for us in a word of prayer and then we can head on out with the rest of our Monday together. So let's just pray. Father, thank you so much that um, you are trustworthy, Lord. Thank you that we can absolutely with confidence submit to your leading. Father, you are gracious. You are merciful. Uh, you are an ever-present help in times of trouble, Lord. I thank you that we can always come to you with everything that we go through, knowing that you know what's best for us, Father. So Holy Spirit, would you cultivate a spiritual trust in you, um, in you this morning, Father, as we lean into you, as, as we listen to your voice, Father. We, we are sorry when we, when we've tried to control things and kind of put things in our, in our, in our own hands. And we ask this morning that you would give us the confidence to know that you are absolutely trustworthy with everything that we go through, Father. And there's no place that we would rather be, but in your hands, Lord, in your loving arms. Thank you, Father, that you have revealed your heart to us in your word. And we just celebrate your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you that you are for us. We ask your blessing over this day now as we go. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.